Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another Tadpog podcast. This is a show. Yep. We're just two old guys. That's it. Play old games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's totally accurate this week. It is, yeah. 100%. This is this is an old game that we're talking about today. <laughs> so what are, what are we doing? Well, it's original flavor Wednesday, so that means it's list time. So we are playing down through Digital Trends top twenty five Sega Genesis games. Yes. So this week is number fourteen. That's right. I believe you said mm-hmm. Fantasy Star Two. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. This has hit the ground running. Cast. Uh, we haven't had a lot of. Like we, yeah, we didn't like, we didn't really <laughs> chat or anything before. Usually we, we warm up. Yeah, I know. This do our feels, acting exercises. I don't know. <laughs> Lime face, lemon face. Fluff. We didn't even get to do any of that. Mm, <laughs> uh, unique New York, unique <laughs> in New York. I almost fucked it up then. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a very busy day for both of us. Yeah, and I, and I fucked up because I took. Kenna to Meg's house today, which takes about an hour and a half. So I timed it where I would be back here at eight. It is not eight because I got halfway. I got halfway home, stopped and got subway. And when I got back on the interstate, got off on the wrong exit, went forty-five minutes back to Clarksville. So I had to turn around to the whole uh, hour, thirty minutes again. I've done that shit before. I yeah. fucking hate it. <laughs> Were you not using GPS? No. Yeah. That's... And whenever I was like, "Am I going the wrong way?" When I pulled up my GPS. Wouldn't work. I was out of out of range for everything. Yeah. So uh, like, I'm sure it's okay. fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why am I seeing signs for Clarksville again? <laughs> Shit. So I text you, sorry, it'll be nine. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> I've had a long day, but um, so I apologize if I'm low energy. But I tell you what, I have the cure for that. That's yeah. right. That's a monster. Uh, that's a monster ultra black. I drink one today. Yeah. I like them. They're they good. are. They are good. They're good because I can't drink a white one now. They're too, they're too sweet. Once you go ultra black, yeah, it's you know, <laughs> true. It's true. It's true. It's true. So what you're saying is, Tyler, once you tasted a black one, there's no going back to the white one. Right. Yep. Yep. They're All right. <laughs> I get it. I do. I understand. Once a black too one well. fills your mouth with liquid, <laughs> liquid goodness, there's no way you can go back to a white one. <laughs> Before we start all the Fantasy Star 2 talk, I'm your bearded host, Tyler. And I see a package over there. Yeah. I also see something someone mailed to us. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Hi-oh. Which I almost threw across <laughs> your room accidentally. Um, yeah, here's a package here. This is from... That's a nice dick joke, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I didn't give it this due because <laughs> I was too busy dropping a package over here. Uh, this is a package from Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins. All right. I sh- for Hopefully some reason. Hopefully more of that coconut stuff. 
uh, he sent he teased us with a photograph. I'm not exactly sure what it is, although I think I do think the words Mexican delights awesome were used. So, all right, yeah. rip that sucker open. Here is a letter. You are you are the letter reader. Okay. So let's um let's do the letter first before we dive in here. We have a bad habit on this <laughs> show of just eating. Okay. Mm, all right, it's from Spanish in it. Okay. Uh oh. Do your best, Peggy Hill Spanish. I've I've only had I somehow managed to get out of middle school and high school and four year college without ever having a Spanish class. Hey, me too. Really? Good. Yeah, I took French in high school. When I tell people like, well, never a foreign language. I'm the only foreign oh. language I ever had was. Kitchen Spanish and culinary Ebonics in the nineties. Bienvenidos, 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 Tadpog. Bien Peter Venkman, Tadpog. Or I could just do Peggy Hill lean into it. Bienvenidos, Tadpog. Perfect. That's what I wanted. Greetings once again from Woodburn's Guacamole Market. I made a second pilgrimage to the Mexican convenience store and loaded up on a whole new section of edible confectionaries. As per last time, I have never tasted any of these, okay. so I cannot vouch for the quality of the snacks. Perfect. But included in this parcel is a package of Hawkins brand cheesies straight from America's hat, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was another store. It was right next to the market, America's hat. <laughs> Now serving snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has what he wants me to do do here. Uh-huh. I've eaten these and they're a delicacy. Nice. So yeah. <laughs> Randy boys. <laughs> these treats are like a much better version of Cheetos and have uh, that have rolled on 18 for their crunchiness. Okay, it took oh. me a second to interpret that. A D and D reference. Hugs and kisses. Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins. Well, that's nice. Hugs and, there, and kisses. And there is a sketch here at the bottom <laughs> of what looks to be like a is that female rock steady, topless female rock steady. Yeah, I think you're right. I didn't think about that. I just thought it was a, a broken rhinoceros stripper, but I, yeah, it does look like a rock steady. Well, I know he wants this to be seen, so this is going to go on the old. Yeah, Instagram. we should take a photo of that. Oh, her eyes are all googly. I'm just assuming that's a female rhino. Maybe it's an older. Maybe it's an older man rhino who's um, on hormone Tucking, therapy. Yeah, yeah, because those are definitely that's a good that's a good B cup. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so what do you guys do on Tapog? Uh, I try to guess the cup size of a rhinoceros drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Was that before or after you ate the snacks that no one could vouch for? All right, so. Here's what I want to do. I want to divvy these up so that we can that we can oh take God. turns. What is it that you just threw me? It's a frisbee. It looks like a <laughs> Rastafarian frisbee. I just threw at you. Oh, you know what I should do? I should have like actually just given us one of each of those. Thank you. This is like Mardi Gras here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and by that I mean we saw a rhinoceros's tits. All right, and then I'll give you these. And then I'll take oh, these. Um, I want to save. I want to save these for last, but actually, I want to lead with these. Tyler, I'm going to hold up this bag. Oh, are you taking photos of each one? Yep. Here. Get my face. My hair is really cool right now. 
And there you go. <laughs> All right. There's that one. Here. I like this. Here's this thing. <laughs> yep. Good. Here are these. Um, this is really good podcasting. Oh, I know. We're doing, it. we're doing really good. We're good boys. We're good podcasting boys right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding things up while they're being photographed. <laughs> what? Look at all these things, man. We got, <laughs> we got. I don't know, gum or something. I said that's probably the most country I've sounded in like a month. We got gum. Gum is something. God, we're the worst podcasters. Yep. yep. Tyler, all right. I want to start with these. What the fuck do these look like? Eggs. What? These look like sunny, sunny side, side up yep. fried <laughs> eggs in a pack. There's three of them in here. Before we open or this, huevos. Huevos. <laughs> I would like you to see you know Spanish. I would like you kitchen to, Spanish. <laughs> I would like you to feel the weight of these three gummy eggs. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> those are really those heavy. are dense. Those are heavier than real this eggs. Is, yeah. I'm willing to bet. Wow. Okay. I mean, open. I'll open it up. And yeah. Take out let's one of open these it up boys. and let's eat. Let's let's eat <laughs> je- jelly eggs. Do you think they taste like eggs? Man, that's the worst fucking. What? God, I'm hard pressed to think. What's the worst gummy flavor you can get? It's a, mm, eggs. It's, it's either eggs or fish. <laughs> I was explaining Swedish fish to somebody the other day, and they did ask me, "Do they taste like fish?" They do not. They taste like um, delicious old people snacks. Mm, okay. These eggs are stuck together. Man, this is weird. You ready to do this? Yep. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, that's chewy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just ate Baxter Stockman's wing. <laughs> that was. I'm not. It's not bad. It's not bad, but these are like a joke, right? I don't know. No one buys these thinking like, oh, man, I love those eggs. <laughs> I'm not finishing it. I'll take it back. It is bad. Do you want the rest of mine? Nope. <laughs> All right. I'm spitting it out just because it takes forever so to eat. Thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be eating that for the next five minutes. All right. What else we got? What is this Rastafarian frisbee? Is this a homemade fruit roll-up? Because there's no other form of packaging. It's tricolored. So is this? What's the Mexican flag? Um, well, it's a flag that symbolizes... Oh, it's green and red. What's a flag, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess this is strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. Is this a Neapolitan... Okay. Or or strawberry, chocolate, and egg. So, we'll have photos of these somewhere. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> that you can see. Are you putting them on Instagram? Yep. All at once? Uh, I'll dole them out, dole like, them two out? or three a day. All right. So, you hear that, listeners? If you want to see these snacks, <laughs> we're holding them for ransom. I can't open this, Tyler. Mine was already opened oh, on the damn. side. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So what is this? Is this does look like a fruit roll up, but not sticky. It smells good. Yeah. Okay. So it's a very flat snack. I sw- yeah, it looks like a fruit roll-up that's brown, yellow, and red. Mm-hmm. They usually say don't eat the brown fruit roll-ups, but... <laughs> All right, so you went bite into the which end? Um, The brown end. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you let's, know. Let's, let's bite the brown yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, I like this. Oh, I do not. 
Oh, it reminds me of something else, but I can't place it. I know. I, I, I had the same thought. It reminds me. Of, it, honestly, it reminds me of this, uh, candy that Phil sent us last time. Yeah, I'm going to bite the strawberry and see if it's any different. You assume it's strawberry. It could be blood. I don't know. Very much. Very much blood. It t- wow. It tastes like this is all the same flavor. Oh, really? Well, no, maybe the strawberry is a little different. Not that much, though. Oh. Yeah. No. No. Oh, yeah. No, it's different. It's a little different. Well, red hand is good, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Blah. Oh. Are you going to eat yellow middle? Yeah, I should. <laughs> if I eat a fish face, I can do this. Oh, yeah. That, that one's crunchy. That was crunchy for me, too. <laughs> and I don't think that's supposed to be. I don't know what the flavor is supposed to be. I don't know either, but I am going to go ahead and finish this. Oh, wow. Man, I hated that. Not bad from Dave. No. I'm surprised any kind of food wrecks you, man, after you ate those squids that Josh Edwards sent. Yeah. I mean, that was more of a bravery thing. Mm. I are not brave. We'll say the the fish faces were better than the plums we ate. Yeah, those plums were The gross. sour plums were, oh my God. I spit mine out in the toilet. You want to try this Miraval Botanas Dolces El Juguetas? Of course I do. Juguetas? I woke up this morning hoping that I could try oh, these. <laughs> I did. I was like, you know what? There's two things I want to do today. Eat these things that I can't remember the name of, and also something else. Witness something else, which I'll tell a story about in a minute. I witnessed something today, Tyler. <laughs> I bore witness to something. Okay, so these are sticks about the length of fingers. They're like really thin fingers, but they're... They look like pieces of chalk. Yeah, that that's a really good... Yeah, they do look like Especially pieces Especially the white one. Yeah, <laughs> so there's a white one, a yellow one, and a pink one mm-hmm. we each have. And it looks like they're, they got some kind of sugar on the ends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which one first? Um, yellow. Okay. The pee-pee stick. Oh, I don't think we're supposed to eat it like that. Is it wrapped in plastic? Maybe. <laughs> we just did. We just try to eat plastic. There's no instruction on it. How do you? How to eat? Do you want me to Google it? What are they called? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just gonna peel the top off it here. What are these things called? I'm gonna look them up on the internet. I'm just gonna hand you this. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't feel. <laughs> Botanas dolces y. Guaguetes? Sure. <laughs> How to eat <laughs> botanas? <laughs> oh, they make candies, toys, and snacks. Oh, good. That's what I want. Are we like. eating toys? <laughs> they, these are plastic. Are we eating toys, Tyler? Are we eating toys? I what are these? Yeah, we can't be that molecularly not that far off. Oh, wait. I think this is a cap. I think this is a cap, like a mucus plug that pulls oh, off I pulled the it end. off and it's still gooey. Oh, do we squeeze it? I'm not getting any purchase from squeezing it. <laughs> okay. Well, we've encountered a food we do not know how to nope. eat. Nope. Okay, so wait. I pop both ends off. Now do I bite the plastic and like work it in my mouth? That doesn't affect the either. Mm-mm. Ugh. I mean, it doesn't taste that bad. No. This is too much work. I don't like this. I'm out. Try the yellow one is bland. Pink one's good. White oh. one's good. Shit, there's a warning on here we didn't read. Do not eat plastic. Choking hazard. (laughs) We're eating a toy. Uh, That that mostly just tasted like mildly flavored sugar. Yeah, not a fan. Honestly, made me want pixie sticks, though. (laughs) 
You want to try this? Uh, is this fruit flavored gum or something? Bocadine. It is a wafer with chocolate coating, artificially flavored. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's break into it. Hey, it's got a calorie count on piece. it. Yikes. I think this is going to be okay. Yeah, this looks like your standard wafer. This looks like a, an American treat. I do like a wafer. So it's like a very thin nutty bar. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's delightful. This is better than a nutty bar. Mm-hmm. And it's not as crunchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. So it rolled a four on crunchiness? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I like the chocolate on it. I do love Mexican chocolate. No, man, I love Mexican chocolate. Very good. All right. Okay, the uh, Pulperendo. Yeah, I got one of those. Extra hot and salted tamarind pulp candy. Oh, with real fruit. And then their mascot is a Flintstones push-up pop. Barf- <laughs> it looks like barfing it electricity. Because like- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking a carrot in Earthworm Jim's suit, <laughs> yeah. vomiting Ooh. electricity. Ooh. Well, at least we got the vomiting electricity <laughs> part right. What's he doing with his hands? Is he doing like a little tap dance? Uh, looks like he's. Oh no! Oh, I got you. Oh, he got something sticky on his hands. I'm vomiting electricity. <laughs> Oh, we've had these. Yeah, it's gonna be gross. Different brand though. This is like this is like the fruit beef jerky. Yeah. No, you make. Uh, yeah, this is not. Uh, this is not great. Honestly, I like the texture. You do like the texture. I do like the. It's I like that. Very gritty. I like that, but it's just the flavors. Oh, you do. Oh, your, it's bad. You are barfing electricity That's right true. now. That's true. Listeners can't see it. <laughs> I don't like the grittiness. Uh, there's this sucker that looks like a dagger, like a or a dunce, a dunce hat, or I guess a lance. All right, let's see who can eat this the fastest. Or it's just a, just it's, open it. <laughs> it's a contest. Oh, it's flexible. I wasn't expecting that. Nope. Yep. Neither were I. It's like a witch's finger, but it's red. So I assume it's strawberry flavored. Hopefully not tamarind. Ooh, whoa! A piece went flying somewhere in your room. It was sticky too. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Oh man, but be careful if you have any fillings; they are gonna come out. Holy God, dude! This is like this is super sticky. Whoa! This is super super sticky. This is glue essentially. This is red glue. Do you have a do you have a tire you need patched? <laughs> also, would you like a snack? <laughs> that is probably five thousand calories. Oh, come on. That's a choking hazard. Do you want to see who, which uh, one of us can stick it farther down our throat? Oh, <laughs> no, not where I thought you were going. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is deep. That is deep. That is, wow, you're a regular sword swallower. <laughs> I was bending it. <laughs> you gotta bend it. That was it. Trixie. Um, what do you think? Bite into it. I, I mean, it's bad advice. You will regret it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you see how it's like glue? Yeah. This, I mean, it's interesting. I like it. Yeah, it, I mean, it tastes all right. It's very sweet compared to the other candy that we've had tonight. And not gritty. All right, I'm going to set this aside. I'm going to finish this maybe. Mm. But all this is very would be very time consuming to eat. Yeah, that is true. 
Okay, well, I'm not going to set this on the bed. <laughs> no, that will ruin your sheets. <laughs> I've got one more thing, and I think it's I think it's the the yep. snack that yes, it's the Hawkins from America's snack hat. from America's Hat. Man, even the bag sounds crunchy. That's good design right there. Uh, made with real Canadian cheddar cheese. It's a corn snack called Cheesies. <laughs> I will. I got okay. This this one sadly will be starting in the negatives for me because I do not like the cheesy poofs. But these don't look like poofs. They look more feel dense. Them. Yeah, they feel dense. They feel like they feel like nugs. Okay. Those are dank All nugs right. of cheese. This is like a cross between the Cheetos Puffs and the Cheetos And crunchies. the crunchy ones. Yeah. Maybe this is the baby bear of just right. The baby bear. All right. It smells pretty strong. Man, that's that, that's that strong Canadian cheese. Man. You ready? Uh-huh. Or crunch right in your mic. I mean, it's right in the middle, too, as far as poofy and crunchy. I wasn't expecting them to taste so... I wasn't expecting to taste the corn so much. Yeah, it's almost more like Fritos than a Cheeto. Exactly. Yeah, they're like Fritos dusted in quasi-Cheeto mm-hmm. dust. It's different. I like it. This is a good, like, bar snack. Okay, yeah. Because it does kind of remind me of, like, corn nuts, too, a little bit. But with a little bit of cheese dusting on it. No, I'm good. One more? Nah. I might finish this bag. Go for it. No, I won't. I just looked <laughs> at the calories in the back. I will not finish this bag. Okay, that's interesting, Phil. Thank you, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins. Yeah, thank you, Phil. And thank you for listening, listener. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed that. A lot of you probably didn't. Probably some, not. Some of you really do, though. Yeah. So. Don't let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you liked it, let us know. If you didn't like it, maintain silence. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. What's up, Internet? I am Dave, and now that I'm washing this uh, cheesies mm-hmm. out of my mouth, I have a little bit of a story to tell. Yeah. I, ha- I have to share this. Okay, so when I woke up this morning, I didn't expect to eat all of this. All these this, these Mexican uh, delicacies that Phil sent. I also did not expect to see, in the same day, two men on different occasions in different locations uh, peeing on buildings. <laughs> I saw today. I saw two men in broad daylight peeing on buildings. I was um, I left work for a fifteen minute break, mm-hmm. and what I do on those breaks, I think I've said on the show before, I walk and play Pokemon Go. I hatch them eggs. Mm-hmm. I get some kilometers on my poke buddy, which right now is a slow poke, because uh, right. I need to evolve that slow bro. I know it'll happen though. The moment I evolve him, I will like hatch one or something, or mm-hmm. I'll catch one in the wild. Yep. Never fucking fails. <laughs> um, happened with Snorlax. I I didn't have a Snorlax for the longest fucking time, and then all of a sudden one day I caught one. And then the next day I hatched one, and I fucking swear to you, every day since at work, I've seen one pop up on my sighting tab. (laughs) All right, sorry for the Pokemon Go interjection. Um, So I was walking, and I was walking down the road looking at my phone, and a car passed me. And I was like, oh, that happens a lot. Um, This isn't a very busy road, but, I mean, as I'm walking, cars pass all the time. And then I... um, 
I happen to look up and I see the car down the block. But there's a man standing next to it facing uh, a building uh, called Paducah Blueprint. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is just facing the wall. And I'm like, I remember looking up and be like, huh. He did something bad. He's in trouble. Yeah, what's that guy? What's that? <laughs> he, he ain't going to catch any Pokemon just standing there looking at the wall. And so I look back down and I keep walking. And I take like three steps and I'm like, that guy was peeing. And I look up, and then, yep, sure enough, he's not even, like, trying to hide his dick. I mean, he's, like, probably a foot out from the wall just holding his dick. He's a, he's a big dude uh, and just straight up just peeing on the wall. It's, like, it's like 3 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> so I um, had to make a decision. I was like, well, do I keep going? <laughs> and just pretend like this isn't happening? Or do I turn around and walk back? And what I decided to do was just go ahead and keep on walking. What I decided to do was get a story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it crossed my mind. So I, I keep walking and I could tell that I could tell that he was getting nervous, I guess, <laughs> that someone was walking towards him while his dick was in his hand. So like I don't get he doesn't even let me get anywhere near like I'm just walking my normal pace. I see him like hustle up. He tucks it in, uh gets in his car. I wish you would have started running at that point. Yeah, no! Wait! I start pulling mine out. Like the T one thousand, you just start doing that. I turn into liquid metal. Um unfortunately I get caught up in a bunch of pee on the sidewalk. <laughs> So he um P and Snorlaxes. Yeah. The ultimate trap. <laughs> so he um he fumbles, gets his uh gets his gooter back in his mm-hmm. pants. He he just wrestles that hog, <laughs> stuffs it down there, hops in his car, and drives off. And um so I'm I'm like, okay, well, I guess crisis averted. And then, like, as I walk by, I'm like, I need to verify. Maybe it wasn't, maybe he was, oh, yeah, he was definitely peeing. There is, <laughs> there is a puddle of pee uh, on, on the ground. And what cracked me up was I, so that's right on the edge of a corner of the block. So I kind of skirt around the pee. And the moment I turn around the block, I see a cop car sitting there with a cop in it. Oh, <laughs> Damn. I know. If only, if only I'd have known. We could have busted this pee pee boy. <laughs> but how bad? Because there are places you could pee covertly downtown. Oh yeah. I mean, I've had to do it playing Pokemon Go down there when it's late at night. Yeah, you just they're play, not beside a building. No, this right was there. like he was not obscured by bushes. He didn't have heavy cover, light cover, nothing. Um, I didn't even cast obscuring mist. He was just straight up peeing. So that happened, and then this happened. I was going home. Well, I left work. I'll put it that way. I left work, and there's some good. I don't know if you know this, Tyler. There are some good Pokemon spots in bad parts of town here in Paducah. Mm. Man, I was so pissed yesterday when I found a Kabuto. You found one? Yeah, there was one. Did you catch it? Downtown. It was one of those ones where as soon as you throw the ball, I mean, they're gone immediately. Oh, ran it escapes instantly. instantly. Yeah. I feel like that's built in to be st- for something. I hear it's a bug. Because it was like green, and I threw a raspberry and an ultra ball and just <sighs> gone. I hate that. At least you found it. Yeah. I've seen it on my, I've seen it as a shadow on my uh, sightings tab, but I've never mm. seen one. So um, there are, there are some really good Pokemon in some, uh, I'd say, sketchy parts of town. 
uh, <laughs> Wiz and Saged Ian mm-hmm. uh, turned me on to that. So I was like, okay, I'm going home. I'll just kind of head that way and see if I can find anything good. Um, I found something good. Yeah. It was not a Pokemon. What it was <laughs> was a very thin white dude on a bicycle, and he was next to a church, but he was on the bicycle, and he had like his left foot on the pedal. He was holding the handlebars, and he had his right leg braced up against the side of the church wall. He had short shorts on, and he was peeing straight down his shorts. <laughs> He was like a dog lifting Ma- his making leg, making no contact with his skin. Or oh his no, shorts. he wasn't touching anything. No, it was just it was just out, right, uh, right, that, just that. dangling out of his shorts, and it was just pee just coming straight out of the ground, ninety degree <laughs> angle. It, that's something you have to get up in the morning and be like, I got an idea. I've got an idea for for my bike ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, how do I make this bike ride more interesting? <laughs> Right around mile two, I just kind of get bored. I listen to all my podcasts. I guess, I guess maybe I can pee right on that church. God. So I never expected to see. I never expected to see two grown ass men peeing in the daylight. So somebody in Twitter must have posted a hundred dollar prize for the most public urination picture. Do you think it was a national holiday that I didn't know? About? I hope so. National almost become a sex offender day. Yeah, that's indecent indecent, uh, (laughs) exposure, right? Yep. Yeah. That's why I always get afraid to pee in public, even though when I really have to go. That's why I hug a bush, man. I hug it. Mm -hmm. I like crouch down. I'm like, I camouflage myself. (laughs) I go to my shame bush, and that's where I I go wee. (laughs) So that's- That was good. That's what I saw today. I enjoyed that. (laughs) True story. True motherfucking story. (laughs) Um, so I didn't get to tell the other story. I'll save that okay. for another time. It's yeah, because we're almost 32 minutes in. Okay, yeah. Let's, <laughs> we should go. We should probably move on to the game. Yeah, because I had one I was thinking about telling, too. Yeah, I'll just wait. It's fine. <laughs> Hold on to it. Is yours about a dream? Because mine is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine's about what I did last Friday. Ooh, I know yeah. you did last Friday. Do you? Yeah. No, no. Because I didn't tell you, so I could tell you on... On the show. Oh, a surprise. Well, shit, now I just want to have a story show. <laughs> that works for me. No, we should do fan- I've already got art and everything for Fantasy Star 2. <laughs> we're, we're doing it. I'm committed. Tyler, do you hear that? I do. What is it? What is it that you hear, <clears throat> my good friend? <clears throat> yeah, come on. <sighs> is it <Yeah>. Bill? Yeah. <laughs> is come it? On. Come on, Bill. Get some PP. I'll get that prize. Come on. <laughs> Get that prize. <laughs> I got a big old bag of cheesies waiting for you when you're done draining that, the pipe. Get, get that treat from America's hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do hear that. I do hear that leaky bill train uh, rolling into the station, which honestly can mean only one thing. Because I told you off the mics. I tell you on the mics. That I fa- off the mic, I told you I found out that... Peeing Bill is one of my bosses. Right. Yeah, I know. No, I told you, you on the mic. No, you did not say. You yeah. did not mention on the mics. I didn't know yeah. if that was a strategic professional move you were making or not. Uh, fuck it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course I hear that. Of course I hear that PP train, which of course ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys, Fantasy Star Two. Roman numeral 2, II, II, mm. Fantasy Star II, mm. II, it's important, 
is a role-playing video game developed and published by Sega for the Sega Genesis. It was released in Japan in 1989. 1989, Tyler. Ooh. 1989. Uh, and it came out in North America and Europe in 1990. That's a year. That's a full year before the Super Nintendo came out. It's as old as my brother. Um, well, we have always said that about Ryan. Yeah. Hey, you know, you're, you're as old as Fantasy Star 2. Not Fantasy Star 1. <laughs> Fantasy Star 2. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Ham, I want to have a baby this year specifically <laughs> to celebrate the, out, the what's coming out pretty soon, Fantasy Star 2. Sweetie, I don't know. What does your dad call your mom? Does he have a pet name? Uh, they refer to themselves as mom and dad, I think, from wanting to reinforce that to Ryan and I we were little. So she still will call him dad or <laughs> Randy. So, Mom, you know how I like to celebrate Fantasy Star 2's release? <laughs> <laughs> Let's give Tyler a brother or sister. <laughs> And name him Rolf. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. Uh, that that bad joke will make sense in a moment. <laughs> uh, it, the game Fantasy Star 2, not Ryan, was later ported to a variety of different platforms. Fantasy, Fantasy Ryan 2? Fantasy Ryan. With, an, with a That's PH. Put it on his birth certificate. <laughs> Fantasy Ryan 2 Holland. <laughs> Uh, let's see. An updated remake, Fantasy Star Generation 2, was released for the PlayStation 2 in 2005 mm, in Japan. Okay. God, I was wishing it had been 2002. <laughs> A lot of those words in that sentence ended <laughs> with two. Uh, Tyler, Fantasy Star 2 is the second installment in Sega's acclaimed Fantasy Star series uh, and serves as a sequel to the original Fantasy Star for the Master System. Fantasy Star 2 takes place 1,000 years after the events of its predecessor and follows the journey of a government agent named Rolf, there Rolf. it is, and his friends who are on a mission to discover why... The protector of the planet Mota, Mother Brain, has started malfunctioning. Uh, Fantasy Star 2 was the first video game to use the 6 megabit cartridge, making it the biggest video game on a console at the time. Mm. Uh, since its release, Fantasy Star 2 has been the subject of critical acclaim. So I guess Fantasy Star 2 is on the list because it's important. Do you think that's why, why it's on the why, list? Why it's on the list instead of, I mean, well... I, I like this. I like this game. So let's get that out of the gate. And this should definitely be a two-parter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I agree that it should be a two-parter because I'm actually enjoying this game. Yeah, me too. I do not know that I'm going to be able to finish it because mm -hmm. it's long. Um, and it has a lot of tropes of RPGs from the yeah, 80s uh -huh. uh, and early 90s and the rest of the 90s. Uh, I feel like this is, this is the bridge. This game is the bridge between like the very clunky, hard-to-understand... You have to be dedicated. Don't make much sense. Our early RPGs mm -hmm. to like hitting its stride in the '90s when I when I feel like RPGs were really really strong. Mm -hmm. This is that it's got a mix of both. I, this is absolutely the the missing link between RPG generations. I think this is a this so far. I've really enjoyed this game. Um, if you're not familiar with it, I did stream it on Twitch. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. If you don't feel like playing it yourself, although. I suggest you try it at mm -hmm. least if you're interested in RPGs at all. Um, it is, it is. I think it's a difficult game. Oh God, yes. I think it's a difficult game. Yeah, it game. is. Um, and I do think it follows a lot of formulas that I don't like in early 
RPG video mm-hmm. games, where it's very much like we talked about this recently in Sword of Vermilion, uh, where it is go to a town, you'll have a quest in a dungeon, you do the quest in the dungeon, and then you go to the next town. Yep. I'm not very far into it. Um, I'm, I wouldn't even say I'm halfway through the game uh, by far, but that's already happened twice. And um, I don't know if it's going to continue or not, but it feels like it's just kind of like playing on that that trope. Yeah. And I have to remind myself, 1989. This is this is, I mean, still pretty early. Yeah. It's, you're right. And putting it, make reminding myself, this is 1989 does make this a huge standout RPG because it really it. What it does or what it did is still used a lot today. Sure, it's refined and better, but the four or five person, four person party where you see your party members walking behind you, the overview, going to city to city, talking to people, character portraits. God, I love the character Mm -hmm. portraits. That is one of my favorite things in this game is that they. They give NPCs personality by having mm-hmm. portraits. My only complaint is I wish they had more of them. Yeah. Because every every worker at the teleportation station mm-hmm. looks the same, and every every worker at the item shop looks the same. Um, but those well, portraits they have cloning are nice. technology, so I guess <laughs> I know, I know. So is it crazy for me to be like so excited that they have this like thin veneer? over like regular fantasy tropes because like you talk about the cloning Mm -hmm. that is how you revive somebody so like in final fantasy i'm used to like using a phoenix down or casting life but in this game there are facilities where Mm -hmm. you clone the person who died oh they're dead do you bring their remains we'll just make you a new friend what is up with the character portrait of the worker (laughs) the the really facility they have to make yeah they're like this is kind of a fucked up process. Let's right. give it a fucked up portrait. <laughs> because it essentially looks like Ma Fratelli dressed up as Heath Ledger's Joker. Because <laughs> <laughs> he reminded me, he doesn't look like him in coloring, but the way his character is drawn and just what he does reminded me of, and I'm going to be reaching here because I've only seen the season once, um, the really weird scientist from Bleach. Who is basically oh, an evil, enough. basically evil scientist, but he works with the good guys. That's what you think the clone, the he re- cloning he director looks like. He reminds me of like? that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you is the cloning director a man or a woman? I couldn't, I couldn't tell. Uh, transitioning could be, yeah. could be. <laughs> because this game, it's funny. Because um, playing this game sort of reminded me of watching the first Alien movie, to where it's really? like they're very far in the future, but they're controlling their ship. And in DOS with green screens, and yeah, so this game is like it's supposed to be this very futuristic world, mm-hmm. but it's still like the people who wrote it in 1989 aren't thinking that far forward. <laughs> well, it's futuristic, come on, man. See, because I don't know, it's futuristic Cloning while you wait. That's pretty good, <laughs> that's pretty good with all memories and experiences. <laughs> 24 hour cloning, <laughs> but. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's good. I'm I mean, I am enjoying it. But you're right because there is something therapeutic. If you were raised in it, there's something therapeutic about grinding to a point. Yeah, there's a lot of it you in Fantasy Star Two. There yeah. is a lot of it in Fantasy Star Two because buying equipment in this game is super important, mm-hmm. and it all costs money. Like I I've I've only found one piece of equipment in a dungeon. Hmm. Everything else has been. Um, just buying it with 
the currency, which is called Maseta. I always Masita? said Miseta, but that Miseta? is that's a shakeism. That's the way he said it. Because ver- I played Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Star Four. Miseta. <laughs> <laughs> I played four first because that was the one he had, and I absolutely love Fantasy Star Four. And that's on Digital Trends list. I'm we are going to get that. I am excited about it too mm-hmm. because I want to see the differences between it's the two the, games. It's it's definitely an improvement over this. Yeah, because you can see. I think they talked about, I don't know if it was the first, but in the first Fantasy Star, it's all first person. You play Alice, and it's all first person perspective. Alice like from the Brady Bunch? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Because like, so it's like sort of a million in dungeons where you're in that first person, walk into a wall, turn left or right, walk into the same colored wall. Right. That's how dungeons are set up. Okay. Battles are first person. You don't see you know you or anything else. But in this game, whenever you see your... You get into a random battle, and you've got your character stuff at the bottom, and whenever you hit attack, you can form... It's The default is essentially auto-attack, but then you can go to strategy and make all your characters do specific moves that you want them to do. But once they attack, then they actually physically appear, uh-huh. and then they appear by the enemy and make their striking motion or their spell-casting motion... Uh-huh. Whatever you want to, s- and and the enemies are moving and reacting, right? And I feel like that's a big deal, a huge deal. Yeah, I like you know, um, especially for someone like me who grew up with the Final Fantasy style, like the sp- you got your party on one side, on the right side of the screen or the left side of the screen, mm-hmm. and then the enemies are on the other side. And honestly, like when they attack, they just move forward, do like a little chop chop motion, and then mm, step, take back. A step back. This is so much better. Like this game, like. I feel like this game really tried to style itself like an anime or a manga. Oh yeah, uh, because all the portraits like an eighties, like, yeah, an eighties anime. Absolutely, very much. all the portraits are in, in like a manga art style, um, and all the animations, uh, what like the sprite animations during combat, they're very um, dramatic and they're very. Um, I mean, they're indicative of. Uh, anime yeah uh they just really are like an, and not like a goofy anime but like a, an action a semi-realistic kind of uh kind of anime i, I really really was impressed by that yeah uh, by the animations and by the art style um i think because they're also still trying to work the kinks out in it i guess because the background the battle background is just a grid. It's troned out. Yeah. It's a perspective grid. It's a blue perspe- perspective grid that flashes. The whole screen flashes red when, when damage is dealt. I like I like the Tron grid. Yeah. Um, about five or six hours in, I did, I remember thinking, well, I mean, it would have been nice if maybe they put like the background the of tree. where you are yeah, instead of yeah. just this, I mean, grid. Because I don't know if they just didn't know how to do it or ran out of time. Ran out of, cause they, they fixed it in, in Fantasy Star 4, to my recollection. Really? So, I mean, the Genesis can do it. I guess maybe it's just early enough that they weren't. Maybe. They didn't know. I don't know. But, yeah. What do you think of the overworld? So we, we kind of talked about the combat. But, like, in the overworld, my initial reaction was... These characters are super skinny and super tall. Don't they <laughs> yep. seem like really, They're really all tall? Like b- four Barbie dolls walking, yeah. in, walking in a single file line. I mean, all the NPCs <laughs> are as well, but it's just weird because I'm used to that Square Enix style of squat, chibi yeah. kind of uh, <laughs> NPCs and, and overworld kind of deal. The overworld, 
I mean, even the map of the overworld is very generic, like you're blocked by trees and biodomes and tunnels everywhere you go. Yeah, that's how it connects, I guess, mm-hmm. the biodomes to one another. And it's just like you're walking around trying to find a bridge to another thing that looks just like it to find a bridge to another thing that looks just like it to a town that looks just like the last town. Yeah. So, it, it yeah, it, it definitely, it's, you have to respect it for being like the pinnacle of its time, but it's also still, it's a work of its time. Um, I, I will say, I'd like to go on the record and say I think this is the best RPG on the Sega Genesis that I've played mm-hmm. so far. Yep. Um, this is this is so much better than Sword of Vermilion. Oh yeah, this is this, Fantasy, this is way this better Fantasy than Sword of Vermilion. Is so much better. Yeah, um, I think it's a lot better than Shadowrun. Um, mm-hmm. Beyond Oasis, I'm not counting as an RPG, even though I guess technically it is an action RPG. Yeah, Beyond Oasis is a great game, um, but I'm actually, I mean, I'm really interested in trying to finish Fantasy Star uh, to Electric Boogaloo. I don't. I only have a week to do it. I'm not sure that I can. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I'd like to as well, but that's gonna be that's gonna be a thing. Because there's a lot of there's so far there's been a lot of grinding, and yeah. the dungeons that I've done are massive. Yeah, um, I, I think the the first one is four large floors. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, huge. it's they're huge, yeah. and like each floor is connected by like chutes. Uh, there's like little teleportation pads as well. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult because like of the the tech in this world, it's difficult to even know where you're going to wind up in dungeons. Um, I, I'm going to level with you. I am 100% using maps that you have I to. found online. Yeah. Um, because I looked at game facts just for equipment. Cause I, should I buy this equipment? Should I buy? Yeah. I didn't know like to buy off the bat because you're Rolf and then you have your friend, nay, Nii, Nye. Nay, I, I call her Nay. Nay. I don't know. It's However, Nay, right? Yeah. That whenever you go out into a battle, she no. just has the defense tab. She can't attack. Right. She has no weapons. So like, what? Then I go try to buy her dagger. What? Then the weapons vendor's like, "What are you doing? You want to take this?" I'm like, "Okay, I assume she can't use it then." So then, okay, I'll buy her a steel bar. I buy her a steel bar. Go out. Well, then I look at the game facts. You can buy her two steel bars and equip them. Right. right left hand. I didn't know that either. I didn't either. So. Well, I I was fortunate enough when I started playing, uh, and I want to give them a shout out because they helped me immensely. Um, there's two uh, Russian dudes. I think they're Russian uh, who uh, were hanging out in my uh, Twitch chat mm. as I was playing, and they are fucking experts on this game. Like uh, they were excited that I was playing the game. And they were totally like walking me through it, like Matt Barger, uh, Lord Matt, <laughs> walked me through like Final Fantasy VI when I was in middle school, where it's like I don't know what I. Everyone in my party is dead. What do? <laughs> uh, and then he had to teach me about Phoenix Down. So, um, which there's a lot of that. I want to give them a shout out for thanking me. That's True Neutral Eve Genius. Okay. And sweaty rain. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys. Uh, Having you in chat, I honestly think made me appreciate this game more because I would have gotten frustrated because the way the the battle system is not intuitive. It's not Mm. intuitive at all, but I like it a lot now because like you said, every character kind of has their default Mm -hmm. that they do. And I didn't know, like, I didn't know that... You could choose which enemy to attack. 
Um, oh, I didn't know you could do that either. You can, well, it's kind of tricky, and I kind of like this style. Um, so if you're fighting like mosquitoes and a toad, um, you can choose, if you go to strategy, uh, you can choose what what type of enemy you want to attack. Okay, and you could do that, but I didn't know like... Yeah, you Because I'll fight like two toads and then one mosquito and I can't choose which toad. Which toad, So right. instead of ganging up on one and getting it out of the way, they'll attack... What well, first this one, then the other one. Right. They go back to that. They're one. not focus firing. Yeah, I that bothered me a little bit at first, but I have to be honest with you. I like this style of combat better. Yeah. Than um, Final Fantasy games because these battles aren't. They don't get boring to me. In Final Fantasy, when I'm grinding, those battles start to get bored or start to get boring for me. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, in Fantasy Star Two, it's kind of one of those things where it's like. It is tactical, but it's not precise. So it's like there's a random element to Mm -hmm. it where it's like, ooh, I hope they kill the toad I need them to kill. Yeah, because you hit attack and just auto battle, and you'll auto battle until you hit cancel. So you'll just go round and round and round, which, yeah, I enjoyed that. It makes grinding easier. Yeah, it does. Uh, I like that too. And honestly, it makes me want to – I've never been an auto battle kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that might change because I like it a lot in Fantasy Star 2. I think that, that bodes well for Suikoden then. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I like it a lot. I don't think I don't think grinding is a perfect answer. Like, I would love to see an RPG where grinding is fun and when you don't need to do it, it stops. Like, for example, I'd love to see an RPG where you're playing it and while you're grinding, you get little bits of narrative where it's like oh, you get okay. little like background pieces on some of these characters that you wouldn't get otherwise. Um, they're not super; they wouldn't be super important to the plot, but they would help give you a sense of the characters. I would, yeah, I'd like to see that. That's a good point. Like where the characters are spending time together, so then you learn. Yeah, they're like they're talking, talking about their backstories. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like they do that kind of in Bravely Default. But it's all it's not in battle and it's always at an inopportune time, it feels like, where it's like, <laughs> oh, they want to talk about marmalade. Skip, 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 skip. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Uh but I guess okay, the story of this game. Yeah. I'll like please you handle that because you know so much more about Fantasy Star than I. This is my first yeah. encounter with the series. I mean, because I played it's been a long time. I just remember loving Fantasy Star because it felt it was the first time I played something that was Final Fantasy-ish that wasn't Final Fantasy. So I played this was perfect on Shake's Nomad. It was great to play Fantasy Star 4 on his Nomad. So this game, because this, yeah, this Fantasy Star 4 I'm sure is more thousands of years later than, than this one. You talk, I'm just going to eat cheesy. Okay. So it is, I guess in the first game, Alice, who is prominent in the, I guess, the whole series... Because she's very, very important in four. But Alice destroys some demon, which allows, I guess, the human population to flourish on this desert planet. So when Fantasy, I'm gonna keep doing that. When Fantasy Star Two pops up, a thousand years later, they've ter- with the help of like this AI, they have terraformed the whole planet, and they're living peacefully in different cities, and everything is run by Mother Brain, the the mysterious AI. Which if you go and like. Go into headquarters and research Mother Brain and ask people. You find out that Mother Brain runs everything. It's like 
a dystopian future where this computer program even Metroid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she's terrible on the planet. She assigns them their jobs, helps grow their food. Like she's done every single thing on this planet. So one red flag is like, oh okay. And then there's a a bio lab that Mother Brain and uh, the humans work together. And no one has met Mother Brain. No one knows where the program is located, where it's, I mean, nothing about it. So then humans are doing experiments between it and animals and making new animals and things like that uh, for the population. And something goes wrong, and it starts making monsters. And the monsters overrun. They're everywhere. And Rolf is new to the military and is conscripted into going like, go up and find what's wrong. Go. Bye. And it starts with him having a dream of um, a woman fighting a demon. Of Al- right? That's Alice in the Final Boss. Right, okay. In Fantasy oh, Star 1. okay. Oh, gotcha. Yep. So, yeah, he wakes up, and then it th- throws you into it more because then he goes up to his... And he does... The writing is... I guess trans- translation is just great, but the writing is really weird. And the way it, the grammar is awful, so it all just turns one huge text mess where you're trying to figure out who said what and what's inner monologue, what is being said out loud. So then he goes up and he's been living with a girl that he saved who is essentially half human, half animal. Yeah. She's like, I think like, uh, I think she called it half monstrosity. Yeah. Is that, and every, is that everyone right? hates her. She's awful. Cause she's a genetic freak. Yeah. Essentially. She's a mutant. Yeah. I mean, she's, Pretty good looking still. Yep. I mean, as far She's, as genetic freaks go. She just go. looks like she just has elf ears. So. Yeah, elf ears and a purple leotard. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i okay so. with all that. <laughs> Sounds good. So, Rolf tells her, you know, hey, I gotta go do this thing. I'll see you. Oh, I wanna go with you. Mm, probably shouldn't, but I really want to. Okay, let's go. Yeah. So, she joins you and... It's not very uh, cinematic, is it? No. It's not, not very cinematic. Not remotely. And I think that, like, does... I don't want to spoil anything for Fantasy Star mm. 4, but like, does the series get more cinematic or is it pretty much always kind of this like first person narrative kind of? I remember Fantasy Star 4 being like, you had to have the main, a main character who is, even in 4, is like sort of the military, looks like Rolf. I don't know if they're related, but. He's Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> I think his name is Chaz, he's if Ra- I remember. He's Rolf too. <laughs> Chaz, okay. <laughs> And you know, Chaz spelled backwards as Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> that he, uh, it is more cinematic. The writing's a lot better in four. Like people die, and it's tragic. Because I told you b- before that four reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy four in a lot of ways. Right, 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 right. So, and I laughed in this game because you go to, uh, you're tr- you have to go to the bio lab, but you're being blocked. Uh, this tunnel. You, he walks in, and Rolf's like, "Oh no, there's that guy who tried to kill Nay." Uh, shouldn't deal. Shouldn't deal with this now. Right. So then you just have to go on a side quest. Right. The man is essentially the log in the RPG that blocks your path. <laughs> yep. I mean, he really is. <laughs> so the first, the first city you go to has been like someone has come in and kidnapped everybody, killed everybody. Bandits. Yeah. They've killed. They've killed all the men in the town, uh, but have left the children and the elderly. Because mm-hmm. I talked to one of the kids, it made me. It made me laugh out loud because like these bandits are. Making me uh, th- thirsty. Th- <laughs> These bandits are making me thirsty. <laughs> These bandits are making me thirsty. <laughs> Let's do this for the next 20 minutes. Can we? Sure. <laughs> that uh, 
these bandits are very paranoid. I don't understand them. They keep all their things in locked containers. I, know. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, what are no. they hiding? <laughs> Is this 1984? What are you hiding? You should need locks if you're hiding something. <laughs> and then, despite the fact all this future tech, they destroy the city by using dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I know. You have it's laser guns silly. and yeah. sound amplifiers, all this kind of shit. Oh, no. Dynamite. It's a little silly. This is the town where um, Rudo is from. Mm-hmm. Now... Here's what's weird about NPCs who join your group. I had to read this on the game facts. Like that's weird. Thank God that I had the Russians on my side because mm-hmm. they were like, "Okay, you made it to the first town. Go back home." It's like, "What do you mean? Go back home?" So I went back home, and they're like, "Go, go to your house." It's like, "Okay." I went to my house, and the moment I did, there's a knock on the door. Hey, there's Rudo from the town I was just fucking in. <laughs> hey, man, weird you'd show up here in yeah, this city yep. instead of the one where uh, you're from. And you know where my house yes, is. In right, this... I know. <laughs> because, yeah, then I was reading on Game Facts that, I mean, that's how it always is. That's yeah. how you recruit every character. You go back home. Yeah, that's what they were telling me. It's really weird. It is very weird. <laughs> Um, so have you gotten to Rudo? Have you gotten him in your party I can yet? go, I can go get him now because I went to the dungeon and just got fucking creamed. Oh yeah. You got, so. you got to bring Rudo to that dungeon. <laughs> Rudo is a motherfucking berserker. He is, um, he is essentially, and this is not a joke. He is an Aryan. I mean, he is like stereotypical, like big, blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Just he's, he's Ivan Drago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a very good way of putting it. So we haven't talked about techs yet. Yeah, techniques. Yeah, uh, characters have techniques, which is essentially magic in this in this system. Uh, Rudo has no no tech. He has nothing, He and from what I understand, he never does. He is just a fucking, like, perfect physical specimen. Yeah. He, like, is a brawler. He has crazy hit points. He has high physical attributes. Um, and he uses, he uses guns. Um, you can buy sonic guns for him mm-hmm. and you can, you can dual wield them. Like you do the, the bars that May uses. <laughs> Why does she use bars? I don't, I don't understand that. And they look like claws whenever I know. You, your battle animation. So I don't so. know. I felt like that was a translation <laughs> error because yeah, when she attacks, it's like, she's like Wolverine essentially. <laughs> so, uh, Rudo, um, you can eventually buy a shotgun for Rudo, and I highly recommend it because it is. See, the game facts said to dual wield, so I'm interested really? in hearing. We're yeah. reading different game facts. Okay, okay. Because um, you, uh, the one that I read said you can deal more damage with dual wielding sonic guns, but the shotgun gives you an AOE physical attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if I'm if I'm attacking a frog and there happens to be more than one frog, there's a chance that that damage will spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I grinded so much in this game for money. Uh, oh, yeah. For Meseta. God, everything's so expensive. That by the time I had enough to buy all the gear that I wanted, I was just straight mowing through Every fucking monster that crossed my path. Like, I even, like, I got real nervous going into the first dungeon. I was like, I better buy a whole bunch of 
what do they call the healing potions in this game? Monomade and like die fade or yeah, something like that. Um, and we're super professional. (laughs) We know everything about this game. Um, I stocked up on a whole bunch of those, and then I went into the dungeon. It's like I think I maybe used one of them because it was just straight up, just like leveled everything (laughs) and the random encounters in the dungeon are fucking crazy like there's a part where i'm taking like five steps random encounter five steps random encounter like to the point where fucking frogs in there that have like that massive that aoe effect fuck yeah the first time i ran into a, a frog uh it ate my fucking lunch yeah oh man so because i kept going back grinding and grinding it's like Man, this is fucking hard. I need to go back by, I guess, max equipment. It's going to take forever. Yeah. Oh, there's another party member waiting for you. Okay. Well, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing next. I met the. Uh, that's I met what the all next my time one. this week was spent trying yeah. to level up to beat that. <laughs> I met the next one who is a doctor. Her name is Amy. Okay. She's a good gorilla. You got to say. <laughs> Uh, but it's funny because um, I wouldn't have said this a couple years ago, uh, but now that I've watched some Doctor Who, it's weird to see Amy and the the phrase uh, the phrase companion used in the same <laughs> sentence and not think about Amy Pond. Mm. How are you enjoying the Matt Smith era? Uh, it's okay. I still miss still, David. Tennant. Still a Tenet fan. I'm still definitely like it's going to take a lot for me to. Yeah. It's there, it's gonna take a lot to edge out the, uh, David Tennant. I'm I'm so excited for you to see the 50th anniversary. Then yeah yeah, because the crossover between the t- the doctors have to all meet. So yeah, it's that's a good episode. Fun. Good episode. Even though Eccleston bowed out, wouldn't do it. You know, I hated him at first, um, but by the end of his uh, run, I actually liked him a lot. Yeah, you know, I was sad to see him go. <sighs> Matt Smith is. There's something about him. I don't know. He's just too... This is going to sound weird. And and maybe it's because I haven't spent a lot of time with him yet, but he just seems to like... Just too like foppishly charming. You know what I mean? Oh, he's definitely... He's the fan service. He's the young, the youngest doctor. Yeah. The youngest actor to ever play the doctor. And I'm not saying that that's like... That's going to work for some people. It And it's like, I'm not saying that that means that he's a bad doctor. It just means that it's harder for me to initially latch on to him. Yeah. Uh, because immediately I'm just like, uh, David Tennant, like I saw him get really dark. Um, and this guy just kind of seems to be like, I don't know. Yeah, they sort of explain. Foppish goofball. That's why I really like the 50th anniversary, because they explain why 9, 10, 11 are all different why yeah. their personality goes in a certain direction what's well, because i think you've told me this before it's because they're compensating for weaknesses in the previous uh-huh. regeneration is yep. that right yeah I, I think that's a cool concept i love that. that that's wonderful so then uh 12 is they reach a resolution for matt smith so 12 is like is that capaldi? a fresh start yeah peter capaldi i like this doctor who talk yeah <laughs> I need to get back into it because I haven't watched it. I haven't in finished a while. the second half of the last season. I'm also, I mean, I I like Capaldi okay, mm-hmm. but he's just he's so very different, I and I hate the companion. I really? fucking hate Clara Clara uh, Oswald. Oh, can't stand her. So, what don't you like about her? Uh she's. I mean, now that they're actually her character arc doesn't lend for any any character development in the first season, so she's just. 
her it's interesting but boring and then now she can grow as a character but she's just a kind of bitchy like yeah. i just just don't like i just don't I'm, i feel like you need to because capaldi is a more is a darker more serious doctor yeah so i feel like you need sort of a lighter companion wherever the companion is also darker and moody yeah so i miss donna yo yeah man oh David Tennant and I mean like that was a that is probably my favorite my favorite combination because like they were totally like they were just friends you know what I mean they were just like friends after all the sexual yeah they're not interested in each other at fucking all Mm -hmm. I loved that they were just like they were just friends and they were just doing their thing (laughs) and it's like I didn't what I loved about God, this is a this is a podcast about fantasy stuff too, but I do want to say this. Um, what I loved about Donna was like she wasn't always up the doctor's ass. Like mm-hmm. she was very independent and yep. she would like want to do her own shit to the point where there's several episodes where she's in it, but she's not with the doctor. Yeah. Um, like I can't remember the name the name of the episode where he's on a train. They're essentially on vacation and he takes a space train. Mm-hmm. Um, like she is in that episode, but like not as a companion really. She's just kind of like at the end, like, oh, good story. <laughs> Did you know Peter Capaldi is in the Pompeii episode? That they're in together. No. Yeah. I didn't he's know he's that. like the P- Peter Capaldi plays the guy that the doctor saves from Pompeii. Really? So they, is they, there they, a they, connection they, there? They explain or? in why he why he looks like him that character now. Oh, interesting. So Okay. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. A Doctor Who question. I don't want crazy spoilers, but I do want an answer to this question. Okay. Does anything ever happen with Shakespeare? Because like I feel like when I fir- when they first meet Shakespeare, when Tennant first meets Shakespeare, okay. there's this like it's a weird introduction to him. Like it feels like something that's going to be resolved later on. Um, and I still haven't seen anything remotely connected. Well, same thing for Jenny, the doctor, the the female clone of the Doctor. Yeah, nothing ever happens with her. Fuck, man. I don't remember anything with Shakespeare either. God damn it. I do not want to yeah. hear that. Because like when I saw it, I was like, oh, for for sure, that's like a that's a dangling I story mean, plot they're gonna pick up. It certainly could be. Like they'll they'll wait two doctors and pick up a storyline yeah. from that long ago. So Fantasy Star 2? Yep. Fantasy Star 2. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> well, we were talking about we wanted to talk about something else. I did. Yeah. I'm glad but, that um, we did. Because we're getting now we're about an hour ten, so we're getting long in the tooth now. All right. Which there's more. I need to play more Fancy Star 2 to keep talking about it. To be I get perfectly it. honest. Can I say one thing before we stop talking about mm-hmm. Fancy Star 2? Yep. Um, you know, I really like David Tennant. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. I, I love him. Rolf is very <laughs> like, much oh, like man. David Tennant. Rolf reminds me of <laughs> David Tennant in this episode. Now, I really liked, uh, I love, I didn't like, I fucking love the music in this game. I wish it changed more often. That is that is a I mean that's a valid point because it doesn't change a whole lot. Yeah. But the songs that are in the game that I've heard, I really do like. It makes good use of the tinny sound and a futuristic setting also helps out. Especially for again, especially for 1989. Yeah. I think that I think the music sounds good on the Genesis. There are games that came out much later that I feel like has much worse sound. 
So I definitely I want to do research into why two and four are on this list and three is not. And not three. Yeah. Have you played three? Nope. Well, I mean, maybe maybe no it's maybe it. they changed the formula up a lot. <laughs> yeah. So they draft. I don't know. I don't know. I understand why one's not on it. Master System, right? Yep. But three, that is a good question. So we'll have to play it eventually. Mm-hmm. Eventually. So then I've got I'll have achievements and beards and glasses next yep. week. I got some achievements waiting. I got yeah. some in the wings. Yep, already. So what's going to happen is I'm going to have like eight achievements the next time we talk about this game. I guess let's see. Oh, the okay. The the techniques. We were starting to talk about the techniques. Then yeah. we change it up. Yeah, because, because Arian doesn't have them. Yeah, and Nay he traded them for a cult for Nazi bigger power. weapons and guns. <laughs> because Nay is the only one that can heal starting off. So right. she's out of the gate. She can heal. Right. Which is good. You need that. And then it took still took a long time for me to get pick up a spell for uh, Rolf. I think because I remember looking at techniques. The technique is like Ryuka, but then when I went into battle, it was Foy. Oh, it changes in battle. Yeah, because whenever you use Foy, you know he raises his hand and does a like a lightning blast. It does a oh, tremendous amount of damage. I didn't know that. I just assumed that his technique was um, only what it is on the overworld, which are all teleportation magic, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, I did not realize that it changed in battle. Naze doesn't change outside, does it? I don't... I have to check now. Because I didn't use any techniques outside of battle. Well, right. besides healing, I used that outside of battle, but I didn't yeah. use anything else. Um, speaking of teleportation, um, that teleportation worker is pretty good looking. Mm-hmm. If uh, Bloody Handed Otaku, if you're listening, you can find a pillowcase of the, uh, <laughs> of the, of the, teleport, of the teleportation worker from Fantasy Stars 2. <laughs> Challenge issued. <laughs> Please don't do that. You're, you've given us enough stuff. <laughs> but I am curious if it exists. <laughs> mm. it, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way that exists. Because um, Sean Miller just sent me a picture. Uh, he said of he, his wiener. Of his wiener. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty Peeing cool. Peeing on a building in broad daylight. <laughs> and then him being arrested and frowning. <laughs> Hashtag National Public Pee Day. <laughs> he is in Japan right now. Oh, right. And he said he has scoured Tokyo, and he's only been able to find this one piece. He sent me a picture of the good uh, the good black mage. I guess maybe he's a white mage uh, from Final Fantasy XI. The guy who has like the multicolored outfit and like the scarf on his head yeah, i'm trying to remember but I, i'm having a difficult no, I'll, I'll, what put, race I'll put it up there um tartaro okay yeah i think i might know who you're talking about so he's like finally i found this and i can find nothing else about this game in japan <laughs> it's like oh that sucks yeah well it's an old game yeah that's all i have to say about fantasy star 2 for now all right so we're gonna continue this let's are you okay continuing this next wednesday yep That'll give us a full, an extra full week to play the game, mm-hmm. and maybe I can meet some more of the characters and and develop the story a yeah, little bit more. Sounds good. Um, so that leaves us with a show to do on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do for that? I feel like we should do Altered Beast. Altered Beast is that a long game? No. Yeah. Okay. It Altered Beast, it is. I think it's four four levels, five levels. Okay. It's pretty short. Okay. That sounds good. We have a busy day on Saturday, assuming that we're going to record that episode on Saturday. That's true. Um, because we are also going to be streaming um, Session Zero of a D&D game mm-hmm. on our Twitch channel. So if you're into D&D at all, uh, there's probably not going to be an actually any gameplay 
on this stream. Uh, it's going to be us kind of setting up to play the following set. Play at the background while you clean your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you want to hang out, I mean, come and come and join us. We're mm-hmm. shooting to do it like at nine o'clock central mm-hmm. on Saturday. Anything else that we need to do? Uh, no. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. So don't miss the next episode. We gonna be talking about Alter Beast. Yeah. There, you, there you go, Joe Willard. Alter Beast. You got it. Let's see. Uh, we're everywhere. So if you want to go to iTunes, leave us a five-star written review. That helps. Go to Amazon. You pick up a shirt. Leave that a five-star review. Go to Stitcher. Five-star review. You can comment card at Denny's. Tadpog. Ooh, five-star review. Man, that is a yeah. good idea. Yeah. We need comment cards, I feel like, <laughs> to leave at restaurants. <laughs> That's just like, how was your podcast experience Did today? you eavesdrop on our conversation? Would you like to hear more of this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all that helps us out mm-hmm. so we also take we're on Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. so if you want to get in touch with us there's a game you want us to play host for an episode if you have a Patreon request just get in touch with us whatever you request we mm-hmm. promise we will get to that eventually. eventually you want us to take a week off let us know yep <laughs> I'm so proud of us we have dude we have not missed a fucking published date we In haven't four years we have not nope. and i know that uh i am totally we've had weddings babies deaths everything we've, i'm we've... <laughs> knocking on that wood man because mm-hmm. i know i'm tempting fate uh, but man that is a big deal mm-hmm. that is a big deal for for us I mean, let's yeah. be honest for a minute. For us, that's a huge deal. And it's led us to have a staggering amount of content. <laughs> a huge amount of content. We've got our we have so much girth to our content that we can't find an RSS feed to hold it. <laughs> We're just spilling over. Mm-hmm. We are the busty petite of video game podcasts. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean busty petite. I meant um uh bursting out. Busting out, bursting out. I think- I think it's bursting out. It doesn't matter. There's large breasts on that we're, subreddit. We're That's the loose. We're the Lucy Wild. We have a lot of. <laughs> we have a lot of content, and we look handicapped. Yeah, people think that we're mentally. Yeah, not all there. I get it. All right, guys. Like Tyler said, we're gonna be back. We're gonna be talking about Altered Beast for Joe Willard. In the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash tadpog. There is a lot of cool people doing a lot of cool shit on there. Um, You guys who like us on Facebook are fucking awesome Mm -hmm. because you comment and you start conversations. It is amazing. I fucking love uh, being at work and taking a little bit of a break and just seeing what people are saying. I I really fucking love it. Um, So you guys are amazing. Uh, I also want to thank uh, everybody for retweeting us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Tadpog underscore podcast. It's cumbersome, I realize. Um, but I, I'm also having a lot of fun on there, um, talking to other people, talking to other podcasts. Um, I know last last podcast, I, I mentioned the Stale Popcorn podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if you uh, So in continuation of that, uh, I've mentioned them before on the show, and actually, um, I'm going to switch it up. I was going to go with someone else. I'll save them for later. Uh, because I listened to them on the way here to record, I want to give out a shout-out to uh, Hops and Heroes, because they were on hiatus for a little bit, mm-hmm. but they're back, and I'm finally, finally listening to their Dragon Con episode. I got. I finished that today. 
I am about five minutes mm-hmm. through, uh, almost done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like it. And if you are it curious. It made me sad I didn't get to go to Dragon Con. Are you going next year? Oh, I'm going mm-hmm. next year, okay. yeah. Good. All right. Well, what it made me do, listening to Bailey talk about, and, and Drew, uh, but uh, mainly Bailey talked about costumes, I feel mm-hmm. like, and all the cosplay. It, it made me like, I kind of want to dress up. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to dress up. And I kind of, this is crazy, but I had so much fun this past Dragon Con at the, uh, one of the dance parties. I kind of want to go to more of those. I kind of, I kind of want to be drunk the entire time. Okay. Hey, I'm with you. I will help you do that. You, you really like it when I'm drunk. I do. You really like it when I'm drunk. Drunk Dave's Dave's a good guy. Yeah. (laughs) Sober Dave, total asshole. (laughs) Uh, Sober Dave likes to watch grown men pee. <laughs> uh, so check out Hops and Heroes. Um, I like to keep. I'm just, I like this thing. I'm gonna keep plugging podcasts mm-hmm. every episode. It's good. Um, let's see what else do we got. You want to call us? You can do so at two seven zero eight eight three two five five five. Do you want to mail us something? Would you like us to eat something on mm-hmm. the show? Uh, mail it to us. Uh, send it to Tadpog Studios, uh, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Don't worry if you misspell Tadpog Studios, because if you're like Phil and send it to Tadpog Studies, we'll still receive it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll take a picture of that. That'll be in the show notes. There you go, Phil. Uh, hey, did you like this episode where we mm-hmm. kind of talked about Fantasy Star 2 for a little <laughs> bit? Uh, if you did, you can give us money. Uh, you can give us money for the privilege of not hearing us talk about the game we're supposed to talk about. Uh, just kidding. I feel like we did a good job, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, I want to take a moment to thank some people who have uh, recently donated on Patreon. Uh, I'd like to thank Micah Purdue, a.k.a. Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue, for upping his pledge recently. I would like to thank Phil Hawkins uh, for recently upping his pledge as well. And I would like to thank Chase Coburn for mm-hmm. uh, making a first-time Patreon donation. All right. So Chase in the dream, Chase Coburn, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, glad to have you. I hope you enjoy all the bonus episodes that we have up there because we have. I hope you enjoy the filth several, that is. Yeah. Everybody is John. Uh, the filth that is <laughs> Fifty Shades of Yellow. Yep, the Jasmine story. The Jasmine story. That one is. That <laughs> is hands down the fucking grossest episode we have ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever done. And you can I, hear it for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and I lived it. I lived that episode. Yeah, you did. I'm so, so sorry. You poor boy. <laughs> you poor boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you'd like to join the ranks and hear the filth that we have to offer in our bonus episodes, uh, you can do so at patreon.com slash We have a shirt. Hey, yeah. do you want to wear our faces on your chest? On your chest? Put our faces on your tits. Uh, You can do so by, no shit, going to Amazon and just typing in Tadpog. Mm. You'll find our shit. I think that's really fucking cool. Anything else? Uh, Let's see. If they want to send us something, did you actually read the address? Yeah, I did. They send it to Tadpog Studies. Yep, Tadpog Studies. Okay. Um, Got plenty of stuff to put on Instagram. That's Tadpog underscore podcast on Instagram. Yep. 
Um, uh, the postcard thing. Yeah. Like I said last you week. Want postcards. I want postcards from everybody that listens. I want to make a big collage in the new annex. And the first person who sends me one, I'll do something special for them. Okay. I like it. And uh, also, our theme song is Moves. I'll see you more drive. Link that track for you on the Hey, I'm going to close this one out, Dave. I would like to close this one out like uh, America's Hat. All right. So until next time. Hey, yeah. Tropical Capricorn. Eh? 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 Yes. <laughs>